business ever since. Awesome. Awesome. So when we say insurance, we know that's just a blanket term Mm -hmm. because there's different types. And your area of specialty is auto and home and property. Um, And nobody really thinks about those. You know, we think about uh, life insurance. Mm -hmm. We think about health insurance. Mm -hmm. But we never really think about um, auto insurance, property insurance, homeowners insurance, etc. Other than the fact that, you know, hey, maybe it's a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. Or if I get this car, I need to have insurance. But there's a little bit more importance to it than what people give it, correct? Absolutely, yeah. Um, an insurance is one of those necessary evils. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are financing a car, you have to have insurance. If your car is licensed for the roadway, you have to have insurance. If you own a home and there's a mortgage on it, you have to have insurance. And so a lot of times people want to go um, with the budget-friendly insurance, you know. But I think in in my job, as I've grown up in the business, I've realized that we really need to sit and have conversations because insurance is actually a form of asset protection. You know, we had the wonderful program here at the church yesterday, Mm -hmm. and insurance is that asset protection. And I say that because, let's say, for example, you know, you and I, we finish up here, we get ready to leave out, um, and I run into you. Right. If I have bare minimum state limits of liability, and in the state of South Carolina, because that's where I live, it's $25,000 for bodily injury. So if I hit you, you go to the hospital, Mm -hmm. you accumulate $75,000 of medical bills, my policy is going to pay $25,000 of it. And then I'm responsible for $50,000. You personally. Personally. Wow. Which means there can be liens, there can be garnishments, you know, however you want to get it, that's what's going to happen. Even, um, you know, when we think about the property damage, again, in the state of South Carolina, the minimum is $25,000. You can't buy a new car now for $25,000 anymore. And so if I go out there and I run into three brand new cars, Wow. My policy is going to pay that 25. I'm responsible for the rest. And so it's my job as an insurance agency, as an insurance agent, to sit down with you. And I'm not trying to get in your business. I'm trying to protect you. Right. I need to know what do you have. I need to know, oh, you have jet skis? Well, we need to cover those too because if you're taking your friend's kids out on the weekend and something happens to them, you're responsible for that as well. And so in with your home, that's probably the biggest asset people have. Right. And if something happens and you've got this, you know, bargain insurance, you're going to be responsible for that. Your mortgage company don't want to hear about, well, mm -mm. so it is my job to make sure that in the event of a loss, a catastrophic loss, you are coming out of your pocket with the minimal, which would be your deductible. Mm. And then we take care of everything else. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I'm seeing a lot of scenarios were just running through my head. Like, oh my goodness. I'm looking at my paperwork in my head. Like, do I have enough covers for my stuff Mm -hmm. and this stuff? And I might have to go revisit a, a whole bunch of things because I know back in the day when I first got, um, insurance in my car, I had to, I don't even know if I had, $10,000 $10,000 worth of liability right. on my car. And so just by the grace of God, I never, you know, I hit things. <laughs> I didn't hit people. Me too. But, you know, <laughs> so the things cannot, we're not going to sue me, hopefully. Right. But I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But because isn't it um, 
So let's talk about that deductible thing you're mm-hmm. talking about because I look at it and I look at mine and I'm like, oh, do I want a $500 deductible or do I want a $1,000 deductible mm-hmm. or do I want less than that? So how does that actually work? So the the lower your deductible, um, so if you have a 250 deductible, you're going to pay a little bit more in your monthly or annual premiums ah. because that means we're on the hook for more. So, you know, if you have a $1,000 loss with your 250 deductible, we're going to cover 750 gotcha. versus if you have a 500, then we're only on the hook for five, which is why we reduce your rate because you're taking more of the responsibility. Ah. And so, you know, at times there's, you know, big variances between the deductibles. And so I always say, you know, if you're able to come up with the thousand dollars, you know, or whatever, then it might be worth it overall because nobody plans to go out and have, you know, bunches of accidents or file mm-hmm. all these claims. And so if you can save in the long run, then why not carry a higher deductible? Just make sure you have that set aside for yourself. And you can shift those at Absolutely. any time. So that Absolutely. that may be for those who are trying to get on a financial track, you know, consider in fact, well, I may um, have to, you know, is it worth paying more in insurance mm-hmm. a month or less? Mm-hmm. You know, am I okay with paying 50? I'm just using an example, $50 a month versus $100 a month. But I got to be a little bit extra cautious when I'm driving because my deductible right. is only going to cover so much. So those that's kind of food for thought, food for thought. And another um, area where I think people um, maybe lack are renters as well. Yes. You know, um, when you're renting a place, you know, the owner of the home is going to have insurance on the home, which is mm-hmm. great. The apartment complex is going to have insurance. But one thing that I stress, especially with people who are in apartments when they're on top of each other, that liability is so key. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm in an apartment, if I'm in an apartment and I'm in there cooking, which is not my gifting <laughs> and <laughs> and I go in there and, you know, I'm cooking something and I set the entire complex on fire or burn down the one, you know, it goes into the one next to me. If I don't have renter's insurance, mm-hmm. guess who's going to have to cover that? Mm-hmm. The apartment complex is going to come to me. If I'm in there and, you know, I'm burning up my stuff and my clothes get burned up and I don't have renter's insurance, there's no coverage for that. If somebody breaks in. There's no coverage for that. Hmm. And so renters need to understand you need protection as well. How does that work on the flip side? Like say you have renter's insurance, but there's some damage that may be due to the fault of the of the building itself or which means the managers or what have you. Um, any it, losses you still got to cover up to your deductible? The let's say if I'm renting a home and there's like a, a pipe burst in there, mm-hmm. um, the owner of the home is going to be responsible for that. So that would be their homeowner's insurance. The only thing I'm going to be responsible for is whatever I'm liable for. So, you know, if I go in there and I tear it up, I have a party, you know, and everybody loses control, you know, and they break down walls and doors, that falls on me. But if it's a fault of the home, then that or the apartment complex, then it falls on the owner. Okay. Wow. Wow. There's so much to unpack. Who knew this much about insurance? I know I didn't. Well, mm-hmm. I knew a little bit. Let me not even tell no stories. I knew <laughs> a little bit. But I uh, a light bulb moment just went off when you were talking about the the um property manager's liability because I need to go back and check something. I had a leak mm-hmm. and they didn't want to repay me for my stuff. 
so I'm finna go look back mm-hmm. into that. They told me to um, contact my insurance company, and I didn't think that was right. Right. Um, so I'm gonna have to go back and look into it. So there's some awesome information. We looking good there, Malcolm. All right. So much done, Pat. But you know what? We're a short show, and I don't want to dive too much further into this because we can keep going forever and forever and forever. So that means we're going to have to have you back. Uh, we're going to have to have you back. But as usual, we want to know from you. This is not the Lashana Bradwell show. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the Tabernacle Financial Literacy Center's podcast. But we're here for the members and the community. So we want to know what you want to know about. You know, what are the financial topics you would like for us to discuss? Hit me up at lbradwell at tbcaugusta.org. And now I'm going to go home and review all my insurance policies. Thank you very much, Mr. Kia Bryant. Thank you for having me. It's awesome as always. And as usual, this is LaShana from The Family Fortune. And we'll see you the next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.